Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. An Erio's original... And welcome to the Web Crawlers mini episodes. Uh, we have been popping these out every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you guys so much for all your support. Our numbers have been um, off the charts lately. Off the charts. There's no chart to contain them. No, it, we, <laughs> we've just been doing great. So thank you all for that. We really appreciate it. And we will continue to do these for you um, over quarantine. And maybe longer. Who knows? Who knows? I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm Maria Blasucci. She is. What, Maria, what are you eating? I've got some dried cherries and uh, almonds. Interesting. Melissa, what are you eating? I'm eating Belgium champagne truffles. Mmm, very rich of you. <laughs> and I'm eating a banana. Today's episode was suggested to us by a listener who gave us an email, and it was really cool. I watched an episode of Ghost Hunters with Zach Bagans on it yesterday, Ooh. and he got haunted during it. Uh, <laughs> so that was pretty tight. We are doing it on the Waverly Hills Sanatorium, which is allegedly the most haunted place on Earth. On Earth earth other than my pussy oh snap <laughs> okay here we go in the early 1900s jefferson county was severely stricken with an outbreak of tuberculosis there were so many tb cases in louisville at the time because of all the wetlands along the ohio river which were perfect for the tuberculosis bacteria have you ever gotten the tb test is that where they put a bubble underneath? Yeah, it's your a weird arm? bubble thing. Yeah, I did it before yeah. I went to college. Gross. Totally. 
uh, to try to contain the disease, a two-story wooden sanatorium was opened that housed 40 patients. Waverly Hills was a self-contained community, a city in and of itself, complete with its own zip code. Uh, it had its own post office, water treatment facility, grew its own fruits and vegetables, raised its own meat for slaughter, crazy, and, and maintained many of the other necessities of everyday life. You know what that reminded me of and we won't get into it? But we, we talked about this the other day in our group chat when Melissa was on a reality show. She did a stint. <laughs> she did a guest, a guest cameo on the reality show Utopia. Um, uh, and Utopia was a short lived reality show about people who got to make, make their own utopia. And it was like a self contained society. Yeah. And Melissa came on for an episode and she hooked up with one of the, uh, one of the cast members. And then it got canceled immediately after. And did. That's what happens. <laughs> we can't have nice It's on things. YouTube. I don't yeah, find it on it's YouTube. on YouTube. Utopia. Everyone at Waverly, patients, nurses, doctors, and other employees had to say goodbye to everything they knew on the outside world. Once you went to Waverly Hills, you became a per- permanent resident on the hill. Yep. Treatments for TB were sometimes as bad as the disease itself. Uh-oh. Patients' lungs were exposed to ultraviolet light to try and stop the spread of bacteria. I feel like that's what uh, Trump wants to do to get rid of corona. <laughs> yes, he wants to put it in the sun. <laughs> wants to put it in the sun. This was done in sunrooms using artificial light in place of sunlight or on the roof of the hospital. Since fresh air was thought to also be a possible cure, <laughs> patients were often placed in front of huge windows or on the open porches, no matter what the season. Old photographs show patients lounging in chairs, taking in the fresh air, while literally covered with snow. Balloons would be surgically implanted in the lungs and then filled with air to expand them. Operations were performed where muscles and ribs were removed from a patient's chest to allow the lungs to to expand further and let in more oxygen. Many patients did not survive that procedure. Yeah, no shit. That sounds crazy. People were stupid back in the olden days. Maybe light will kill them. Just get some fresh air. Oh, no. So then there's this thing called the tunnel, also known as the body chute. The body chute. It was an entrance and exit for the workers of the sanatorium. It was built on the first floor with the rest of the building. There was a cart that moved up and down the staircase, which transported supplies and other necessities. However, at the peak of the disease, one patient was dying per day, and the sight of the dead being carried away in full view of the other patients lowered the patient morale, increasing the number of deaths per day. They were claiming that when people were seeing other people dying, it like increased the death rate, which is crazy. Oy. Therefore, the sanitar- sanatorium was tried transporting the dead bodies as secretively as possible to increase the morale and lower the death rates. Using a motorized rail and cable system, the bodies were lowered in secret to the waiting trains. Oh. Yeah. But after the introduction of streptomycin in 1943, the number of tuberculosis cases gradually lowered until there was no longer need for such a huge hospital. And then Waverly Hills closed in June of 1961. But a year later, it was reopened in 1962 as Woodhaven Geriatric Center, 
a nursing home, primarily treating aging patients with various stages of dementia, as well as the severely mentally handicapped. However, Woodhaven failed because it was severely understaffed and overcrowded. Woodhaven also had reports over patient neglect and experimental treatments, as well as electroshock therapy, and that was closed by the state of Kentucky in 1982. And then a year after that, it was bought by a developer who wanted to open a prison, but the neighborhood protested, so that never happened. Can you just, like, open a prison? Well, you have to get, like, permits and, like, approval. And because this neighborhood protested, like, I think you can protest having a prison opened. Yeah, but, like, I could, like, buy a lot of land. And if I get the right permits, it can be a prison. Sure. If that's what you want to do with your life. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe it is. I'm not for profit. (laughs) So in uh, March 1996, Robert Alberhasky bought Waverly Hills. He had this foundation called Christ the Redeemer, and he planned to construct the world's tallest statue of Jesus on the site, along with an arts and worship center. Oh, God. (laughs) And the plan fell through because donations to the project fell well short of expectations. He only raised (laughs) $3,000, despite efforts to pool money from across the nation. And the project was canceled in 1997. Tina and Charlie Mattingly bought Waverly Hills in 2001. They hold tours of Waverly Hills and host a haunted house attraction each Halloween with proceeds going towards restoration of the property. They are also currently restoring all the windows and interior of the old sanatorium. It was on Ghost Hunters as the most haunted hospital in the eastern U.S., Fox's Scariest Places on Earth, VH1's Celebrity Paranormal Project, and Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel. Hold on a minute. I have a question. Yes. This Ghost Adventures episode, you watched the one yesterday where they did... Yeah. They were were there. Was this when they had the machine where it was like a guy, like a a stick figure man that was green and he was doing surgery over him? (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but it went... I didn't see that, but at one point there was a surgery section where they heard someone being like... They heard a ghost voice being like, the heartbeats all messed up, and Zach was like, "That's probably the dis- disembodied voice of one of the of one of the nurses during a surgery." Okay, because there was there, and did he get possessed by a doll while he was there? If not, I'm thinking of another one. <laughs> no, I don't remember that, but there okay. are there are a lot of sanator- sanitarium ones. Okay, sorry, I just had to go ahead. No, no. <laughs> Uh, okay, so ghost sightings. Uh, but he did go. He did go in the in like the cave or like the the body shoot. Oh, and the guy the guy who does the tours was like, yeah, I've been like punched by ghosts when I've been in the body shoot before. Oh my god! I'm like, I don't think ghosts can punch you. <laughs> sure. The hospital gained a reputation for being haunted, and stories began to circulate of resident ghosts, like the little girl who was seen running up and down the third uh, floor solarium. The little boy who was spotted with a leather ball, the hearse that appeared in the back of the building dropping off coffins, and the woman with the bleeding wrists who cried for help. The one the one thing, though, that's kind of interesting is, remember John Tenney was like, sometimes places aren't actually haunted. It's just that, like, so many people have visited and believed that they're haunted. Yes. That it kind of, like, Manifests. perpetuates... Yeah, like manifests an energy. So like maybe that's what's going on here. I don't know. The most controversial legend of Waverly Hills was connected to the fifth floor of the building. 
This floor of the old hospital consisted of two nurses' stations, a pantry, a linen room, a medicine room, and two medium-sized rooms on both sides of the two nurses' stations. One of these, room 502, is the subject of many rumors and legends. This is where, according to the stories, people have seen shapes moving in the windows, have heard disembodied voices, and have even jumped to their deaths. According to the stories, a nurse was found dead in room 502 in 1928. She had committed suicide by hanging herself from the light fixture. She was 29 years old at the time of her death, unmarried and pregnant. Her depression over the situation led her to take her own life. It's unknown how long she may have been hanging in this room before her body was discovered. Yeah. Yeah. So in 1932, another nurse who worked in the same room jumped from the roof patio and plunged several stories to her death. Oy. No one seems to know why she would have done this, but many have speculated that she may have actually been pushed over the edge. Okay, well, maybe ghosts do push. Yeah. So this place is the most haunted place on Earth, apparently. And you can apparently have a visit there. I wonder if they have a virtual tour. Let's see. Oh. Did you see they're doing, uh, Tiffany Wicks uh, sent us that the Conjuring House is doing a live feed. Oh, shut up. Really? The the month. What What's that place called? I can't remember, but yeah. That's sick. We got to watch that. Spook Fest. The real life Conjuring House will be live streamed 24-7 for one week. Oh, that's cool. We got to watch that. Well, they're closed right now. Paranormal season runs March to August. Reservations are required. Six-hour paranormal investigation is $75 a guest. A private eight-hour tour is $1,000. Oh, what? Or $100 per person. Yeah, dude. They do this overnight tour where it's from midnight to 7 a.m. Oh, my God. Like, no, thank you. I would not do that. There's no way. Like, I don't. I don't believe in ghosts, but there's no fucking way I would go to a s- abandoned sanatorium. No, it's I am like just not trying to die. Scary. I don't like the dark. Yeah, I would no be more thanks. afraid of like just random people living in there. Yeah, no, no, like squatters. I'd be afraid yeah. of squatters. All right, well, Melissa, if people want to reach us, where can they do so? You can email us. At webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit. Have you been there? Have you been to a spooky haunted house? Have you heard of it? What do you think? Yeah, let us know if you've ever been to one. And also, please uh, rate and review us on iTunes because it really helps us out and we'd be uh, very, very appreciative. Yeah. Uh, and that's about it. I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. Cool. Bye. Bye. An Elio's original. Powered by ACAST. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.